What's going on, world? Once again, it is your favorite author, N.M. Porterfield. And if you are creative for yourself and you're looking for an outlet to get your content or your voice out, then you need to check out Anchor.fm. Uh, I've been using it for over a year now, and I love it. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain a few things. First of all, it's completely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I actually do a lot of my stuff on the go. And then Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it basically gives you everything you need to make a great podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Salutations, Creation Nation. It is the one and only N.M. Porterfield with another chapter of Storytime. We talk music, we talk life, we talk books, but today we're going to talk about R. Kelly and his admitted, I admit, 19-minute song. My goodness. So, first of all, I want to say anytime that you have 19 minutes to talk about anything, you got a lot to get off your chest. My podcasts aren't even 19 minutes long. I think the longest one I've had so far has been 15 minutes. So the fact that R. Kelly had 19 minutes to talk about everything that he's been through, everything that he's feeling right now, he had a lot to say. So... At first, I was like, yeah, I don't even know if I really want to listen to this. And I know a lot of you didn't listen to it just because of how long it was. I don't blame you. But for the sake of, you know, the appreciation of music and the fact that, you know, R. Kelly, regardless of his past, he is a legend in, in the music industry. He is a R&B legend, of course. And to, to many rights, he may be the king of R&B for a lot of people. So I felt I owed it to myself being a, a music enthusiast to at least give it a listen. So... Uh, that's what I did. So the song, uh, and, and I'm going to play a clip of it in a little bit, but the song itself, essentially what he covers, he covers a few different topics. Uh, one thing he covers is, of course, the allegations that he is a pedophile. Uh, he says he isn't. In fact, what he says is that, you know, he does, he admits to liking younger women. Um... And that in itself, you know, causes people to raise some eyebrows, caused me to raise some eyebrows. But he also says he likes older women. He pretty much just says, I like women. You know, younger, older, doesn't matter. But he seemed to emphasize that even though these women were younger, they were of age. Um, there's, of course, no way to verify that on, on our end, you know, other than finding these girls, hunting them down and checking for ID. But... He says they're of age. Uh, so, you know, we we demonize him, you know, for, for dating younger women. But when you realize it, when you, when you really think about it, like, okay, Hugh Hefner was 80 years old and he definitely had girlfriends who were like 25. So, you know, he was seen as an idol, but R. Kelly is a monster. There's, uh, you know, there's something wrong with that. Now, the 15-year-old girl that he was involved with years ago, 
I still don't understand how he didn't go to jail behind that. Actually, you know what? I do understand it because certain states, the laws in regards to statutory rape are a little lax and he probably paid somebody off because I, I know in my state, North Carolina, you can give consent at 16. I think if you are uh, a minor at 16, you can give consent. So that's uh, something to think about. It's a little odd, but you know, that's one topic he talked about. Another thing he talked about was the fact that he was illiterate. Uh, I was very surprised by this. I did not know R. Kelly couldn't read or write. Um, he, he speaks on this a few times. One is in reference to the fact that he couldn't read his own contract, so he doesn't own the rights to a lot of his music. Um, the contracts that he was given, he couldn't read them half the time. Um, him not being able to write, you know, that one, I'm not too surprised by because as long as you understand the language, you don't have to know how to pin it. You don't have to know how to how to spell everything. Um, there are quite a few artists who do everything, you know, off the top of the head. They, you know, they like for things to be originally created. Uh, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne are, are artists who they don't write anything down. They just go into the booth and do what they do, which is great. And, and if R. Kelly has that talent, cool. But uh, not being able to write and not being able to read in regards to your own uh, your own craft and your own business, the business side of your music, kind of sucks. And so because of that, he says he's he's still on tour. He's he's a broke legend, according to his own confession. He's a broke legend, and because of that, uh, he has to keep touring to keep paying the bills. Uh, he does not have the money that he should for someone who's been doing music for what, two decades, three decades almost. Yeah, three decades, almost 30 years. Um, so that's another thing that he discussed. And then of course he talked about some of the shady stuff that's happened in the music industry. Now, some of it may be shady stuff, but I think he also tried to plead for help in regards to uh, different people cutting him off due to his uh, his troubled past. Now, in, in that respect, your behavior I, I, I can't get with him on that because your behavior determines, you know, what happens to you. You're responsible for your own, uh, for the consequences of your actions. So, you know, he he was referencing like Steve Harvey and the Tom Joyner Morning Show who have, as of recent, because of the allegations against him, have stopped playing his music. And, you know, he said, because of that, I can't afford to, I'm uh, losing tours, losing opportunities. I can't afford to, to live like I need to. Um... You know, he makes claims about, you know, not being able to do what he needs to do because of that. And unfortunately, I can't I can't sympathize with him because I realize that it's because of his actions that he's in that position. Had he not, you know, taken those stances and, and he says over and over again, I'm a man, you know, I love women, I'm a man. I get that, but there's still some things that he was granted privilege because of his status and who he was as a celebrity that he probably didn't have to do, but he did. And then uh, one of the things that he talked about that was surprising, and, and I'm gonna talk about this when I come back from the break, he said that uh, I think up until the age of 14, he was molested. Uh, he was touched by a family member. And so that's where I'm gonna stop for now. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna finish up. I'm gonna play a snippet of the song and then I'm gonna come back and uh, we'll, we'll discuss that part, the him being touched and how that can affect him and then I'm also going to talk about his ex-wife's response because his ex-wife had something to say about his little 19 minute uh, tirade so it's your favorite author and in Porterfield 
Uh, once again, thank you for following me at anchor.fm slash your favorite author. It's story time, and we will be back. back and so you know first thing I want to do and and I want to make sure that uh, you know I frame this in the right in the right context and everything but uh, this song like I said is 19 minutes I'm not gonna play the whole thing I'm only gonna play a snippet of it just so you guys can hear it so you can know uh, what it is and, and what it's pertaining to and, and get kind of a taste for it all right so uh, the song once again is called I admit and I'm gonna jump right into it. It's gonna come in somewhere in the middle somewhere. So, you know, just so you get a taste for it. Here it is, R. Kelly's I Admit. So yeah, that's a little clip just so you guys can hear it and know what it sounds like. Like I said, that goes on for 19 minutes. So addressing the 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 first I'm gonna first before I address what the wife had to say in response, I want to talk about the one aspect that I do want to touch on. Um, no pun intended, was when he was saying that he was molested by a family member uh, up until the age of 14. Um, I do believe that when a child in, in any circumstances is taken advantage of and you you force you know behavior sexual behavior on them before they've reached maturity that you are taking advantage of them and that you stand to create some lasting damage um, everyone processes that damage differently there are some people who who uh, refrain from sex, who pull away from it, who despise it, who don't want anything to do with it. There's some people who become over, overly promiscuous because um, they weren't shown the proper way to love and to be loved. Um, so I can definitely see that if he if he was really touched uh, by a family member, and like I said, I can't verify or valid, validate any of this, but if he was, um, I can definitely see how that could have some lasting effects. And if he never got help, then I can see how that could come out into his adulthood. And he could be processing that even now. But it does not excuse his behavior because at the end of the day, you don't get touched by someone and then go do the same thing with another child. You know, 
So I don't excuse it, but I understand the damage that comes with uh, sexual abuse of minors and children. So that part, I do sympathize with him if that did happen to him. I definitely sympathize. I think that's terrible. I hate that he didn't get the help that he needed, but I can't excuse his behavior going forward because that process has to stop somewhere. Someone has to be like, you know what? I'm not gonna do the same thing to others that was done to me. Now, the, the next part that we're gonna talk about, and this is the probably the last thing I'm gonna cover with this, and then uh, I'm gonna talk some book stuff, and then we're gonna get out of here. Um, his wife, so his wife made her own response. Her response almost negates a lot of the stuff that he was saying. Uh, she pretty much was saying, yeah, you can't read, and this is that and the fourth. That part is true, but reading isn't what it takes for you to be able to be a good father, good husband, take care of your kids. Uh, she says that he was putting his hands on her, that he has been ignoring his children, cheating his own ch children like fans. Uh, R. Kelly references his mom watching him from heaven, but uh, his wife or ex-wife says that she also saw you put hands on me like, don't try and ask for help now because you're in a bad situation. You've been doing bad all along. This is not nothing new. Like your your issues that you're complaining about have nothing to do with the, the person that you've been. So on that end, from her account, it pretty much makes it seem like R. Kelly, even though, you know, he's claiming victim that he's really been this horrible person all along. So you know, we, we never really know the true depth of, of who someone is. Um, and we, as outsiders looking in, we see the celebrities' lives and we think, oh, this person is this, is that, and the fourth. But we can't, you know, we can't confirm or deny that. What we see is what we see on TV. Um, it's entertainment. And so we try to assume, oh, this person is good, this person is bad. We don't know them. And we, we think just because their music is good and we enjoy their music, that that speaks to their character as a person. And that's 100% not the truth. So on that end, um, the wife claims that R. Kelly was our, was abusing him. And, and he gets two thumbs down for that. We can't, I can't condone that. And I can't feel sorry for someone who's going through hardships if they brought hardships on someone else um, that weren't even necessary. So that's where we are with that. That's my take on it. You can check the song out. It is on YouTube. It's R. Kelly, I admit. Let me know your thoughts on it. You can hit me with a voice message or, you know, if you don't want to listen to it, you can check the transcripts. I'm sure that's available somewhere too. But definitely check in with me and let me know what you guys think. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back, okay? So we are at the end of the podcast. Uh, once again, I thank y'all for tuning in with me at anchor.fm slash your favorite author for another chapter of Story Time. So I did want to do this one quick little shout out. I told you guys a few podcasts ago about a, a book called uh, Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. Uh, she was recently on Jimmy Fallon and apparently they're going to pick the book up for a movie. So definitely go pick that book up. It's a great read. It's excellent. Very creative. I loved it. I would reread it. And there aren't too many books that I would read multiple times. I would read it again. So definitely check it out. Um, and I can actually put a link to that book in my uh, in the link for the podcast. Definitely make sure you make time for this because it is worth the read. But anyways, 
that's my week. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, once again, this is your favorite author and in Porterfield. And you can check out me as well as my books at www.nmporterfield.com. It is also at anchor.fm slash your favorite author for the podcast. And other than that, y'all be blessed. It's your favorite author. I write books. Boom.